Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And welcome into another edition as we make our way into the playoffs. It's a Spits and Suds for Tuesday. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, joined by EP Ringside, Shap Shots, and D-Magazine's Sean Shapiro. And uh, Sean, you know, they had to take care of business last night, and boy, did they ever. I don't know where you want to start with the records or the game, but I mean, so much to take in from last night's uh, Detroit tilt. Uh, So I was at the game last night, right? And you're sitting there and about six minutes into the second period, the shots are 10, 10 and it's five, nothing Dallas. Yeah. And that is kind of the, one of the underlying, uh, underlying things for me. And then I think just right off the top, um, obviously great team win for the stars, but how do you not start with second period? You talk about great stories almost writing themselves. Joe Pavelski gets his thousandth point, of course, on a deflection. <laughs> of course. Mir- Miro Heishkinen ties the Dallas Stars franchise, the Dallas Stars record for points by a defenseman, tying Sergei Zubov by taking the shot and getting the assist. Stars team clears the bench to come celebrate Pavelski. Like, you, you got to start there. I mean, you talk about, um, you talk about an incredible career and what a guy's done. And I wrote something today over at D magazine about Jason Robertson and, but just kind of the parallels between Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski. And, and this isn't hyperbolic. This is true. That tip play that, that Joe Pavelski scored on last night, he's probably worked on that a million times in his life. I, I know like as sometimes people will say that, like, like it's like just to make a point of emphasis, but legitimately since he's been a teenager, Joe Pavelski, first guy on the ice, first guy off the ice, working on around the net, working on trip tip drills, doing that for 20 something years, tipping hundreds of shots before and after practice each day. I mean, that's a play he's literally legitimately done a million times in his life. And what better way to have him, score is a thousandth point and it's just it's such a great like um the drama of it is just a it, it's a great like awesome celebration point of uh with two games left in the regular season you no longer have to worry about him going into this pl- the playoffs with uh 999 career points and worrying about the points going into next season and it's like we've talked about Pavelski and he'll always obviously be 
the San Jose Shark. He'll probably get his number retired there and everything like that. But man, when he came to Dallas and he left San Jose, what he's done and what he's continued to do, it's it's just remarkable. It's it's a marvel. It's it really is to see how he continues to produce. And there's not even an inkling of him slowing down or his game changing. And the way he's done it, like it's a cool, it's a really cool thing to see, especially for a guy like I saw actually I witnessed in the past three days in Detroit, I witnessed back-to-back milestones, right? On Saturday, I saw Sidney Crosby scores 1500th career point. And for Sid, obviously 1500 is a tremendous number. And but Sidney Crosby is a first overall pick, a generational player. Joe Pavelski is a seventh round pick scoring a thousand points in the NHL. Yeah. Like that, that, that doesn't happen. That, no. that, that doesn't happen. And <laughs> it's like, it's the, the Joe Pavelski story is amazing. It's, it's amazing what he's done for this franchise since he's come there. Um, like it's, it's hard not to really think about Joe Pavelski and all facets of that game from last night. Yeah. 239 points in 285 games is a Dallas star. That is a, uh... Quite the uh, good signing by the uh, stars. Uh, it's really paid off. I mean, I guess my thinking is, is because of the way he plays, because of, you know, possibly maybe a Lady Bing candidate this year. Um, I guess the question is, is how much more because of his style, the way he plays, Sean, and because he's so talented on that tip drill and because... I mean, obviously he does take some physical contact, but it's not like he's thrown up against the boards constantly. Could we see Joe Pavelski go for another three years? It's, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it's, but it's, it's, it's not crazy to say though. And that's one of the most, that's like, you look at it, he's already signed for next year and you look at how his game has like, if you had looked at kind of, if you had if you had told me now obviously the, the covid season 2019 20 was very weird right like if you had told me in 2019 20 when Joe Pavelski was 35 years old and he had 31 points in 67 games you'd be like okay he's at the tail end of his career he's going to things are going to pitter out but then 51 and 56 games 81 and 82 last year 76 and 80 this year like this guy it I don't see him like he could play into he I could easily see him playing not just into his 40th birthday, but to his 41st, 42nd birthday. And like the way he manages his body, the way he takes care of himself and the way he like the the way he approaches every single day. Um like Robertson told me how much he picks up like Robertson told me 20 years from now he wants to be the guy that someone looks at him and looks at him like Joe Pavelski um the way that Wyatt Johnston's career is going to really build even further because of his time with Pavelski like it's it's awesome and if he plays till he's 43 44 years old I'm not going to be surprised that's the thing like I, I would almost be more surprised like like it's one of those where someday Joe Pavelski will retire. And that's the day I'll be surprised. Cause I'll be like, really? I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, take us, take us behind the scenes because 
did Sean Shapiro have something to do with the entire team coming out <laughs> to celebrate Joe Pavelski's <laughs> 1,000 point? This is a Spitz and Suds exclusive. I, I don't know how serious Matt Rodell, Matt Rodell is the Dallas Stars director of analytics. And I was talking to Matt during the first intermission and um, the game was already four nothing or whatever it was at that point. And um, I told, I showed Matt Rodell the video of Claude Giroux having the uh, senators clear the bench to, for his a thousandth point earlier in the night. I also talk about a fascinating timing to have two guys hit a thousand points in the same yeah. night is, I don't know if that's ever happened in NHL history. That's a good question. And so uh, Matt told me, I think it was joking. I think it was half joking that he would uh, send the message down to the locker room to make sure they knew, but there's there's a there's a slight reality where maybe the message <laughs> came from came from up top and maybe we had a maybe I had a had a bit of a hand in it can't confirm or deny one way or the other but it was uh it was definitely fortuitous so <laughs> so when, when they when they all came on the ice um you know to celebrate were you thinking to yourself wait maybe I had something to do with this <laughs> definitely had the uh there was there's a there was a there's there's a slight thought there. I I, nice. I I think uh at the end at the end of the end of the day, I'm pretty sure Jamie Ben probably had in his mind a plan of what was gonna happen either way. You saw I took the picture from up there, you saw Jamie made sure to track the puck down and everything like that. But there's definitely uh we we at least maybe gave the reminder to uh, make sure things were celebrated appropriately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And kudos to the NHL for allowing. Um, the rest of the team to come on the ice during big moments. I think that's, you know, really good uh, shows team camaraderie and uh, it's the right thing to do to pause just for a second, because it doesn't interrupt the flow of the game. It's not like you're doing a big ceremony, but having the team come out and say, way to go. I just, I, I think that's a wonderful accomplishment. And I still say like, you mentioned Giroux and you mentioned Pavelski. These are such good players and it just amazes me. USA Hockey Hall of Fame for, for, for Pavelski? Absolutely. NHL or Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto? But they did, they were talking on Hockey Night in Canada, Sean, about Phil Kessel going in. And maybe that was because of his Ironman streak. That's a really good question. I mean, now the other thing that it happens, and real quick, on, I want to give the uh, fans in Detroit a uh, real nice, because they, uh, after the Stars cleared the bench and came out there, they put on the video board that it was a a thousand points for Pavelski and the fans in Detroit gave a really nice standing ovation for Pavelski. So nice quick, quick kudos to the hockey fans in Detroit last night on that. Um, it's a really good question. He is now Pavelski is now in hockey hall of fame territory. He is like, he's the 11th American to, uh, to reach a thousand points. Um, He's got, he was the, he wasn't the kid and the captain in Dallas, right? But he's the captain of San Jose for a long time. He's been, he's had a, he's had international success with Team USA. Um, it's, he's just missing, like, he has all of the, he's got all of the, what's the right word? He's, he's got all of the, like, residuals around it. He's got, he's got, a thousand points is pretty good. The obvious, amazing, obviously. Um, he his, but he's missing kind of the. He's missing the. He's missing the, 
the Stanley Cup, which is obviously um, he's he's missing a Stanley Cup, and he's missing kind of he never really won some of the awards that you think um, a good comp for him where you start to look at guys who have had a thousand points who aren't in the Hall of Fame. Um, for example, and I've got the list up here. Um, like now, part partly part this is partially because he rubs people a lot of people the wrong way. But Jeremy Roenick's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's got one thousand two hundred points. Yeah. Um, you've got Rod Brendamore is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. If Rod Brendamore is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame, it's hard to get Joe Pavelski into the Hall of Fame. Um, you have. Let's see, a Keith Kachuk, 1,065 points in 1,077 games, did it in less game, and he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. So you start to get into this space where it's it's hard to pick apart Joe Pavelski's career at all. You you really you can't. But then you just start to look at how difficult it really is to get into the Hockey Hall of Fame, and the fact. The matter is, you talk about a guy who's who's in North Stars history. Bobby Smith is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Bobby Smith yeah. had more than a thousand points, more than a thousand points in less than a thousand career games. Like, I so this is not this is not to rip, it's not to rip on Joe Pavelski at all. It's just the fact of the matter is, there are so many others out there that aren't in the Hockey Hall of Fame that make it hard to see him getting in um yeah good company like, though though very good company to be in i mean amazing company to be in and, and 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 there's some people that are and there's some players that are in the the hot like and i and i wonder if the difference between kessel getting in and pavelski getting in is the fact that kessel, kessel will have the iron man streak he'll have one two stanley cups Yep, and he'll have he'll have a bit of the he'll just have kind of he'll also have just some of those he'll have a, he has a Masterson Trophy. Um, I just I think I wonder if those are the things that get Kessel in at the end. But I also have to say, and this is once again not to pick at anyone, but if Joe Pavelski, if Phil Kessel's getting to the Hockey Hall of Fame, Phil, Phil Kessel should be getting to the Hockey Hall of Fame. But then you're just yeah. talking about where does your line get drawn? So. USA Hockey Hall of Famer, no doubt for Joe Pavelski. That's a, that's what well, I don't I don't know I don't know what the eligibility rules are for the USA Hockey Hall of Fame, but Joe will get the call the first second he's available. He's eligible there. So or maybe a Kessel gets in, but it's not Phil into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, as that's, his sister currently is. Oh, there 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 is a. I mean, we talk about her impact on women's hockey. If she's not into. That's what I'm not, saying. If she's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame at some point, that's that's a whole another whole another debate and a whole another podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. As Team USA is uh, is battling currently, Hannah Bilka from uh, Capel doing a good job on Team USA. So uh, you know, good to see the uh, you know women uh, getting some. Uh, there's just so much hockey going on right now. It's it's uh, it's awesome.